Rhinebeck is an enclave in a valley of rolling hills that remind me of a model train set. There are small wooden houses painted in pastel tones and churches with tall bell towers. Farms like the one where Babe the Pig lived with red barns, silos like giant lipsticks, and white fences to keep in the horses. Serpentine roads cutting through forests of ancient locust, chestnut, maple, and oak trees. The foliage here extends beyond infinity. What I learned in the cement jungle will be rather useless for defending myself against ticks and poison ivy in a rural community of 7,000 people. Like Billy Crystal and City Slickers, I'm going to have to face challenges, the first of which is to understand that the cardinal points serve for something more than simply decorating weather vanes. That wasn't my writing. That was Guermo Fesse in his amazing 2014 memoir and one of the first books I read about moving here. 100 Miles from Manhattan, it's called. Through pages of laughs and stories, it told me something very, very important as I changed my entire life from city to country. I wasn't alone. a new way of living and I'm trying to get used to it. One park, two lose half an ounce of an idiot. Ordered a Manhattan and they call me a city, yeah. At first I heard my feelings but it's kind of got a ring to it. When you move to the country they can tell when you're new to it. I'm looking at a place but I'm trying to keep fitting in. It takes too long to be a local so for now I'm a city, yeah. I'm Matt Zucker, and this is City It, learning to live and love life in the Hudson Valley. Episode 76, Hudson Valley Bookshelf. You move somewhere, and if you're like me, you want to know everything. The backstory on local sites, buildings, roads and street names, legends, gossip, maybe crime and murder. There's actually a podcast called Hudson Valley Murders. And of course, the legend of Sleepy Hollow is a Hudson Valley local point of pride. Just wait till Halloween for the Headless Horseman rides. Admittedly, you also want the voices of those who have done it. Well, I do. Other people who've had to deal with crazy weather, animals, bugs, generators, septic systems, fallen trees, a wrench. Now, Brian and I both love, love books. We're both children of English teachers and read a lot, especially him. When we moved in together, we combined libraries and ended up with the disproportionate duplicates of Toni Morrison, Zadie Smith, David Levitt, and of course, David Sedaris. Nowadays, we end up with multiple copies of other things, not the least of which most recently is The Rural Life by Verlin Klinkenborg, a gorgeous month-by-month journal of the beauty of living on a small farm upstate near us. So what to read about the Hudson Valley? Well, you can Google perhaps, or you could just ask. I recently put up my own little bookstore to help you on Hudson Valley-related books on bookshop.org. Memoirs, fiction, history, art, I'll mention a lot of books in this episode, and you'll find links to all of them in the show notes. But where I go for advice, where I go to browse, is of course, the bookstores. You can tell a lot about an area by visiting its bookstores, and Brian and I tend to visit every local indie bookstore we can wherever we go. My mom just told me about an entire books village up in Hobart, New York. I'll get to that later. Books and bookstores for us 
get personal. I've gotten to know some of our local bookstore owners, mostly because Brian buys a shelf of books every month so they know him. But also, when I put out my memoir, Bronze Seeks Silver, about my advertising career, two local bookstores sold it. Local author, the sign said. This episode, you're going to hear some very personal recommendations. From Susanna Hermans at Oblong Books in Millerton and Rhinebeck, from Amy Zimmerman at the Chatham Bookstore, and from Amanda Stramoski at Rough Draft Bar and Books in Kingston. They'll share their picks for memoirs, novels, a cookbook, and even a body history of Hudson. First up is Susanna. It was at Oblong Books the first time when we got here that I had asked the woman behind the desk what to read that was super local, and she pointed me to A Hundred Miles from Manhattan, the hilarious memoir by Spanish radio host Guillermo Fesse that I read from earlier in this episode's opening. Fesser and his family moved to Rhinebeck, and in his book, he delightfully captures the idiosyncrasies of small-town American and Hudson Valley life. Here are some other picks from Susanna just for you. We have a lot of great Hudson Valley interest books on our shelves, but today I'm recommending just two. This Poison Heart is a young adult fantasy novel by Kaylin Bayron for ages 13 and up. When a woman shows up on Brisace's doorstep to tell her she's inherited a mysterious old house in Rhinebeck from her birth family, she has no idea why. But maybe moving upstate will help her figure out where she got her magical powers over plants. This is a great read filled with black girl magic and insider Rhinebeck info. The second book I'm recommending is a cookbook. Please wait to be tasted. The Lil Deb's Oasis Cookbook by Carla Perez Gallardo, Hannah Black, and Wheeler. Lil Deb's Oasis is an incredible queer forward restaurant in Hudson that serves pan Latin cuisine. Definitely check them out, but also buy their cookbook to enjoy their meals at home. You can visit us in person or online at oblongbooks.com. We're open daily. Thanks. Thanks for the pic, Susanna. I'll put the links in the show notes, and we'll be right back with more. City is supported by Sunflower Market. With stores in Woodstock and Rhinebeck, Sunflower Market brings our communities whole health products we can feel good about serving to the people we love. Sunflower works with local farmers and businesses to provide a large selection of clean and sustainably sourced food, high-quality organic produce, and all-natural products, so we always know where our food comes from. Brian and I pop in for groceries all the time, and especially when we're having people over. Sunflower Market. Long live local. Thanks, Sunflower. You heard earlier from Suzanne at Oblong Books in Rhinebeck and Millerton. Another bookstore you can often find Brian and I at is Rough Draft Bar and Books in the historic Uptown Stockade District of Kingston. It's one of the most enjoyable stores to browse, and there's a bar if you want a beer or coffee and lots of seating. Here's Amanda and two picks from Rough Draft. Hey, this is Amanda Stramoski from Rough Draft Bar and Books in Kingston, and thank you for inviting us to share some book recommendations. The first one we'd like to recommend is a beautiful new book called The Story of Historic Kingston. This is the magnum opus of a local couple, Stephen Blauweiss and Karen Berlowitz. They are historians and writers, and they have spent years working on this project. And what they ended up with is a 450-page large format book, like a coffee table book, with 950 images, photos, illustrations, maps, 
and text to go along with all of it. So it does a deep dive into the history of the city of Kingston from the indigenous people who first lived here all the way up through modern day. And it's got fascinating tidbits about industry, culture, all kinds of claims to fame for our little city here. And the first 120 pages are all about Ulster County and the greater Hudson Valley. So there is noteworthy stuff in there, even if you're not local to Kingston like I am. And that's a book that you can't get on Amazon. It's only for sale locally or on the author's website. So the second book actually came out last year, and it got a lot of press at the time as being one of the big pandemic-themed novels to come out in 2021. But the paperback was actually just released this month, which is always a good excuse to take another look. And that is Gary Steingart's Our Country Friends. So this is a novel about a couple who lives upstate in a fictional town that clearly has elements of Kingston or Rhinebeck or Red Hook or other towns nearby. And this couple invites a group of friends and colleagues up to shelter on their property in their guest bungalows at the very beginning of the pandemic. So weeks turn into months, drama ensues, there's comedy, there's a lot of poking fun at these city folk who have just moved up here temporarily. And it's all about people who are dealing with these crazy circumstances and these close quarters and all of the things that can go wrong and that can happen in a situation like that. So I'll admit it did take me a while to get into this book when it first came out. I think when I first tried to read it last year, the subject matter was still a little too close to home. But when I picked it up again recently, I enjoyed it much more and I really flew through it. So I I would definitely recommend that one as well. Thanks. Thanks, Amanda. The Gary Scheinhardt book is hilarious, and I need to get that big book on Kingston. Amy Zimmerman of the Chatham Bookstore also sent in three great recommendations, two with a particularly Hudson focus. Hi, my name is Amy Zimmerman. I'm calling in from Chatham, New York, where I'm the manager here at the Chatham Bookstore. We have three book recommendations that speak to the region's past and present, starting with The Blade Between, the latest novel from Hudson-born author Sam J. Miller. Sam, who we've been lucky enough to host here in the store for an author talk, is a really gifted sci-fi and fantasy writer, and in this book he recasts the city of Hudson in a sinister, magical glow. Miller's characters battle the very real specter of gentrification while fending off other malicious ghosts and supernatural phenomena. This book is a must-read for Hudson transplants like myself. Next, we have Elegy for an Appetite, a poetic memoir from Shana Lobanian. You may have eaten at Shana's amazing Hudson restaurant, Cafe Mutton, and their writing is equally rich and sustaining. In this memoir, they wrestle with their relationship to their body and to food as a young chef in some of the most demanding kitchens in the world. Think the bear, but if the white male chef wasn't the star of the show. Lastly, I'm recommending one of the best-selling books in our history section, Diamond Street by Bruce Edward Hall. This is a history of Hudson back when it was the, quote, sin capital of the Northeast, when the city's economy was propped up by no fewer than 15 brothels. Hall's tale of sex work, gambling, and citywide corruption makes for a great read and highlights a history that many visitors and even locals might not be aware of. 15 brothels in Hudson? Thanks, Amy, for all three picks. The Chatham Bookstore is an independent bookstore in Chatham, New York, that's been around for over 40 years, offering books as well as art supplies and toys. The city community, by the way, also responded with several recommendations. A Ship Made of Paper by Scott Spence from listener Susie. Then there was 50 Acres and a Poodle, 
A Story of Love, Livestock, and Finding Myself on a Farm by Jean Marie Laska. The last was Country Matters, The Pleasures and Tribulations of Moving from a Big City to an Old Country Farm by Michael Corda. Don't worry about trying to keep track. You'll find a list of all these books in the show notes on the episode page and in the City at Bookstore, too. Books are culture, and local bookshops are the soul of local towns. In addition to all these bookstores, I also find myself stopping in used bookstores whenever I see them. H.S. Bean here in Red Book, Half Moon Books in Kingston, or The Book Barn in Hillsdale. I try to find something I know I'll like, and I always do. So about Hobart Book Village, and what seems like a must-visit for book lovers. The idea for a book village might go back to the 1960s in rural Wales, when an entrepreneur bought several town buildings and turned them all into bookstores. Hobart, New York's came in 2005, when according to their website, Don Dales, a local entrepreneur there, established the only book village east of the Mississippi in historic Hobart, New York. Today, there are seven independent bookshops in the village, as well as art galleries and vintage clothing and antique shops. They include William Adams Antiquarian Books, the first bookshop in the village, Creative Corner Books for cooks and crafters, Blenheim Hill Books, Lion Eyes Books for art books, the very huge-looking Liberty Rock Books, and New York Books and Ephemera, with a focus on New York State. For directions in summer and winter hours of the Books Village, visit their site at hobartbookvillage.com, or you'll find a link in the show notes. It looks about one hour west of the city of Hudson on 23, or northwest from Kingston. I'll certainly be making the trip. Thanks to all those who shared your picks. This week is particularly appropriate since it's also the launch of my childhood friend Andrea Stein's novel Typecast. Andrea grew up with me in Springfield, New Jersey, was valedictorian of her high school class, and despite my father begging her to go to Cornell, Andrea went to Bard College here in upstate New York, though later to Cornell for grad school. Typecast is the story of a first love and understanding your present tense. Through flashbacks and mentions, you'll see what is clearly a fictional Bard College and sights and sounds all around Red Hook and Rhinebeck. Typecast comes out this week and already has terrific reviews. Here's a snippet from Typecast. When Callie was a junior in college, Sharon offered her a job in her summer program, but Callie turned it down to spend the summer with Ethan in the Hudson Valley. It's just not what I had in mind. We've always said it would be nice to spend time in the Hudson Valley over the summer, go to a Tanglewood concert, a weekend at Lake George. This is our last chance. Thanks for tuning into City Ed. The bookshop is growing, and you can find links to all the bookstores and books mentioned in the show notes. Thanks Sunflower Market in Woodstock and Rhinebeck for sponsoring City It. Be sure to tune in to the rest of the fall season with an amazing crossover coming up and much more about the Hudson Valley, Catskills, upstate New York, and, well, trees. I'm Matt Zucker. Come visit. Down in the valley moved up from the city. It's a new way of living and I'm trying to get used to it. One park was half an ounce of an idiot. Ordered a Manhattan and they call me a city. Yeah. It first hurt my feelings but it's kind of got a ring to it. But I'm trying to keep fitting in It takes long to be a local So for now I'm a city I'm a city I'm a city